0: Welcome to Recalibrate. This is a podcast of Caribou Road Christian Fellowship. Our hope is to create a moment where you get to take a look at your life through the lens of Christ's teaching and recalibrate. Welcome back to Recalibrate. We're getting towards the end of Hebrews chapter 11. In fact, in our church, we're about to finish the series with one last message on Sunday morning. At the end of Hebrews 11... After the writer has given some very specific examples of people who were shown things unseen and then followed and walked towards those unseen things, he then goes and and just he just basically he says, Liz, what more can I say?" Verse thirty-two. I don't even have time to tell you about. And he begins to list off so many people, Gideon, Samson, Barak, David, Samuel, the prophets, and on and on it goes. Basically, he's saying the word of the Lord is filled with people who um, were given dreams and visions. Or as we learned about Rahab, where where things were put into their heart, not so much a dream or a vision, but, but they just knew what the right thing was to do. The Bible's full of it. I mean, honestly, when you think about all the greats of the Old Testament, they were ordinary human beings who, by God's grace, their eyes were opened to see the unseen. And they gained a faith, a confidence that God was going to do something, and they just needed to persevere until that thing happened. And it's just so many of them. And he says that by their faith... These people did amazing things. When God opened their eyes, they were able to, some of them, conquer kingdoms. Some of them were to lead with justice. Some had saw the mouths of lions shut, like, like Daniel. He, he didn't go into the lion's den um, with great fear because he had been shown by God ahead of time what God was going to do. And he, he just there was a sense of calm about him because he was showing the unseen. He goes on, it was about women receiving back their dead. It was the, the 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 woman who used to look after the prophet elijah there's just so many amazing examples but what 's interesting um is that he doesn 't just give examples of people who saw victory. I want to read to you halfway through that as he lists off the greats of the Old Testament and people who were showing the unseen. He then switches and shows some of them. It didn't actually work out well for them even though they saw the Unseen. There were others who were tortured, he says in verse 35, refusing to be released so they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging. Some were held chains and imprisoned. Some were put to death by stoning, sword and two, killed by the sword. Some went about in sheepskins and goat steens, destitute, persecuted, mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains and living in caves and holes in the ground. Wow. Doesn't that make you stop and think for a minute? I think it's really important to get something here. When God shows you unseen things, and God, and you're a person who is trusting fully in God in your life, and you're walking not by sight, but by, by God's sight, and you are living by faith, you, you're believing that the Lord is leading you every step of the way, and you're walking according to what God has revealed to you, it doesn't guarantee that everything's going to be perfect. In fact, for some of these people, they were martyred. They were put to death. Anybody who thinks living by faith means everything's going to be dandy, everything's going to work out at the end, mm. and that's not what the writer of Hebrews is saying. He's saying some people who were definitely people of faith endured incredible difficulties, but they lost their life in the end, or they, they had very like Jeremiah had a very, very difficult life. Really, there was no relief in his life, potentially maybe at the very end, but his life was a very difficult life. One of the things we've got to realize is that when we talk about living by faith, there's one unveiling of our eyes that is greater than all the others. God can speak to us words about our children. God can speak to us or give us visions about our business or whatever it is. And these are amazing. Even our even our life calling, amazing. But there's one that is even bigger than all of those, and that is the vision of eternal life. All of these people, David had it, right? David said, even though my child has died, I will one day meet him on the other side. Um, they, they all Elijah, Elisha, they all had a vision beyond even the issues of the day or the challenges of their lives or their own personal destinies. They had a very clear vision of eternity. God had opened their eyes to see that this world is temporal and that eternity is forever. And I think that's something that many of us, and I'm even going to include myself in it more, need a greater vision of the unseen, which is eternity. We're doing a study in the church at the moment on the book of Revelations, and the theme of the book of Revelation is the unseen, seeing the unseen. Things are not as they seem. The whole idea of Revelation is to unveil our eyes to see eternity. And if we can see eternity in its fullness, it makes everything on earth pale in comparison. And I think the modern Christian, we really struggle to have that clear vision of eternity part of it i think is simply that we live in a pretty amazing world we do i know we're going through a virus at the moment but, even that, in terms of world suffering, is pretty really quite mild, right? We live in an amazing world. we have everything we need for many most but most of us too. I know there's others who struggle, but we have many wonderful things. We have houses, we have cars, we have a supply of food, we have a government that takes care of a lot of those who have struggles. I'm not saying life is easy for people, and some even people with affluence can have major struggles in their lives. but the reality is that we are so used to resolving life's problems in this world that our vision of the unseen world, our vision of eternity, I think at times is very small. When you think of people like Paul the Apostle and the other Apostles, they had a really clear vision of eternity. They really believed, they saw more of the world to come than they did of this world that we live in. And I think so many of us, our faith is more about getting through daily life problems here, and we don't really see how temporal this is compared to eternity. And I think God needs to do a revival in so many of us. What is a revival? An opening of our eyes to see the unseen, the greatest of the unseen, which is eternity with God which is the eternal nature of the kingdom of God, which a world beyond this world. We fear so much in this world. We worry about so much in this world because we don't grasp that the things of this world are very short and very temporal compared to eternity we're going into. We need to have a greater vision of eternity. We need God to open our eyes. You know, when we were going through the book of Revelation, we learned that when they would talk about it in churches, they would actually read it out loud. Somebody was sharing with me recently, oh, it's such a scary book, but I think part of the idea was to um, make it such a vivid book. It's vivid in what it teaches, vivid in what it shows, so that it would help open our eyes. And it's not just about the book of Revelation, but the teachings of Christ and the ascension of Christ and the return of Christ. I think when we come into difficult times we get a greater clarity for eternity, don't we? That's why I think many of these people who went through real difficult times. The faith they had was not in a redemption in that moment. The faith they had was that as they went through their difficult times, God opened their eyes to see eternity. There's a famous person in the Bible called Stephen. He was a disciple of Jesus. He was one of the deacons in the early church. And God empowered him to preach. And he preached a very bold sermon against the religious leaders. And they took him out of the Sanhedrin and took him to the uh, outside the city walls. And they stoned him to death. And as he has been stoned to death, he declared that he could see the Son of God sitting at the right hand of the Father. He had a vision of eternity, even as he was being destroyed. And that kind of vision caused his testimony to be so strong in fact Paul the apostle who was Saul at the time was most likely at that, that that martyrdom of Stephen and it greatly impacted his life because people saw a man who as he was being beaten in this world his eyes were lifted up to the unseen and he was seeing the invisible world and it gave him power to to bear the struggles of this world because he knew there was a better world to come it's our prayer today my prayer today For you and for me that God would open our eyes to see the ultimate unseen which is heaven which is eternity and to make it so real to us so that we would have perspective and and courage in this world to be bold realizing that so much of the stuff we worry about is really nothing in the light of eternity Well, God come, God come, Jesus come, open our eyes, give us an eternity in our hearts, that we would be better witnesses, right? We'd be better at sharing the gospel. Open our eyes, Jesus, to see the real ultimate unseen, eternity with you. Make it real to us, Lord, that we would get the perspective and the faith to live this life the way you want us to live it. We pray this in Jesus' precious name. We want to thank you for joining us on Recalibrate today. For more information, please check out our website at crcfchurch.com. Let your